0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome along. Monday night, 8 p.m., which means only one thing. and It is the Online Dance Live Lounge with me, Phil Barnes. Lee Boyce is here today, but Jack Garwood is off gallivanting
0: at the races and has binned us off for the night boy just just had a freebie and uh he ran with it didn't he? Or he didn't want to speak to me after last Monday. It's one of those but oh he, is, he it, is it a sports before. show tonight? Is it a sports show tonight by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> no of course it's a dark job. Of course it's a dark shop. Um but to, to be fair they just are, you are me an this week than you were two weeks ago, let's be fair. Slightly. You was with me on Saturday. You saw the uh, the delight of being able to follow it up. So uh, <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. So I'm holding on to this mood until a few days However, away. Results
2: have, results have gone all right. But let's be fair. Ajax have had your pants down massively tonight.
0: This is Philip. This is We're not talking about You leave that below.
2: 100 million euros. Wow. Um, welcome along, chat room. Nice and busy as always. Tommy, Daniel, how are we doing? Uh, Bob, Adrian, Owen, G Adventures, uh, Nicholas is in. Craig, how are we doing? Uh, Alex, James, Craig, as always. Uh, Bill, Tommy, Simon, Matthew, Kieran. Good to have everyone involved. We've just shared some links on social media. So if you see them, make sure that you give them a share and a retweet. Make sure you give us a like as well as we get this going. It's been another busy weekend. Uh, boys, we've had uh, World Series coming to its climax. We've had Women's Series. We've had the Red Dragon Champions of Champions. We return to some ranking action, as Gezi would say. This coming week is never a dull moment.
0: Yeah, very, very busy week uh, this week. We've obviously the the women's series, and um, as much as I've just had a little do that in a job, doing a great job on the women's series, I was able to touch quite a bit of that in Tardif and travelling back on there on Sunday. And um, so we've had women's series, obviously, you've mentioned the last of our trips around the world, um, in what we saw some action, and then, I mean, you had the joys of being in Tardiff in what has to be the most brutal tournament. <laughs> I think they've ever seen. So it was just Brutal fantastic from start to finish. with yeah. Brutal, but brilliant.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Without that. Um,
2: which we'll, 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 we'll come on to that, that more in a minute, but chat room, hope you had a great bank holiday weekend as the nights are drawing in, um, summer is coming to an end. So strap yourselves in. You know, when this happens Boise, one thing is on the horizon. There is a shiny palace drawing nearer as the summer disappears. We can say that tonight because Gob's not here.
0: <laughs> if we're going to start saying that to Stobainy, we? we can start point- giving our Premier League pitch, don't we? Because he'll always <laughs> know that's too early. But...
2: I- I talk to be fair, we went <laughs> early last year, so you never know. We'll fit it in at some point. <laughs> oh, um, it's going to be carnage. <laughs> we all know this. Um, chat room. Um, remember, get involved throughout the evening as well. I worked the back. Yeah, So did I, James. I was up at six this morning, at the door for half six. I was on live league duty. Oh, by the way, what a group that was today on the live league. Standard the, the was
0: unreal, ridiculous,
2: competitive throughout. Yet yeah, it it's the sixty-six-year-old that's still battering in ninety-nine averages that tops the group.
0: Does that surprise you? I know we'll touch on it no, in more detail as we'll review last week no, as well. But no, no, um, no, not, does not that at all. Surprise it's, you just, want it to be?
2: it's just what Martin Adams does, isn't it? Um, but again, we'll, we'll we'll touch on that um as it comes. Uh, yeah, Bob, look, we both had a really, really good time in Cardiff. Um it was um it was really, really good, but we'll come on to that um shortly. But I suppose we'll start Dan Undergob, the World Series oh God, Boise. Um the World Series has has come to an end in terms of the the travelling events. We still have the finals um to go. And spoiler alert, it was a very Welsh dominated event this time around.
0: Yeah, it was. And uh that says we was there, we was in Wales at the time of that happening. Unfortunately, there wasn't the, the fans in to watch it with us. We was able to see it on the big screen. Um but it was very Welsh um uh, dominated and so it was into one aspect it's quite a surprise because more probably on the Johnny sense than the Derwin. Derwin's been getting there, and we've seen the levels of that. But we spoke previously about the dip of Johnny into the Premier League, and um, so to see him get into that final, and the guess not seeing Michael van Derwin's name in and around that final is always surprising at the moment, as very well he's playing. So, uh, but generally a very very good tournament that. I was impressed with Friday's action. I thought it was a good session to to end the the last of our World Series events before the final.
2: Yeah, um, well, we, we, we've got some time tonight, so we can we can kind of go through um, the, the the games. Um, first up, that Johnny Clayton was in was in no danger in this um, opening round. Um, Tyler, he's only averaged eighty eight, and he's still won. When I say only 88 is if if that, that's shite, but it's obviously still a very, very good standard. But we all know he's capable of the 105s, 106s and, and beyond that,
0: but was never in any danger. Yeah, spot on. And I think it was one of those where it's just doing enough. It could have done on an average 100, 102 sort of measurements that we've seen before from someone like Johnny, but he didn't have to do that. He'd done enough. He was always in control of this name. There was never any real question marks about that performance, and it was a, a convincing win from the ferret.
2: Yeah. Uh look, John Cullen, six two winner over Damon Hetta. And Damon Heta, will he sign off from a World Series that I know he was so excited about going home and, and everything like that? But will there be an element of disappointment? Three first round exits. Granted, two of them were in last leg deciders and they both were ridiculous last legs. But this one, he was kind of disappointing 91 90. That, that's not the header that, 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 that we've seen. Joe Cullen only 92 as well. So it's not as if the rock star has played amazingly to beat him 6 2 either.
0: It, it will be disappointed um, performance wise. It was very good. I wouldn't say very good. I'd probably say good across the three events. But like he said, he lost two last lead deciders and then just wasn't at the level of then Joe. However, if Dame Netta was told at the start of August that you're going to play in the three events, you're not going to win a day, I don't think any of us would have believed that with a, the a form he's carried over the past probably 12 months and the, the highlights have been the um, World Cup champion. So I think it's overall, it is a disappointing campaign from Dame Heta. But moving forward, performance-wise, other than this one of them, Joel, there's not real many question marks about where Heta's name is. And I've seen him do a and a Q&A on his social media today or yesterday. And where he was talking about his aim is to, you know, drive towards the top 10 in the next 12 months. And if he can get back to the performances we've seen when he picked up the Pro Tour and glimpses we saw when he picked up the World Cup, it's, Definitely achievable, but we need to see the results, not just a a dud performance up until the end. Um, but yeah. it was difficult on Friday. Joe played okay.
2: Yeah, fully agree. Uh, then James Wade, he needed a last leg decider against Gordon Mathers, but the plus points for Wade here, he's averaged over ninety six, and there was a stunning one four five in there, which, which turned the game in his favour. Um, but this was more like the James Wade that we saw pre him going to hospital when he was taken in in Germany. This, this was more of, of that Wade that we haven't seen since before he was ill.
0: Yeah, well, it probably falls into the cinema category as Clayton. I think the last time the three of us were on, we were debating Wade and Clayton around their performances. Clayton's since the Premier League's ended and Wade since... Um, he had to have the op and he missed. I think it was week ten. Um but this was certainly more of James Wade that one four five probably one of the best checkouts of the weekend. Um it was just sensational and it wasn't the fact that it was just a 145, it was the timing of it that was that made it that bit more important and just gave him that momentum um switch. But it was a very very good performance and to see him average Doran Mavis played played well um and sits five it's not a standard Sits five of wade nick in it it was a Sits five and a very good performance which had to be for him to win the game it was a different sort of wading that we we saw in this one
2: yeah and then the last um the, the 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 shock of the round and people get the hump when it was called that um but fallon sharick losing out to caden uh mile first of all very impressed with the young man, I thought there was something about him. He had a little bit of, little bit of presence on stage, and he wasn't, wasn't shy. Uh, Fallon had opportunity. She mismatched arts five, five, three up. Caden won the last three legs, so two sides of the coin. One, obviously, Caden's won it, but Fallon can only blame herself because she had opportunities to put the game to bed.
0: Yeah, um, starting with Caden I think we were speaking and Dob in the early stages of this day, And to say, even after a few legs, we was getting impressed with um, Tayden and his action, how his presence was on stage. He didn't seem to be massively nervous. He seemed to be going up and enjoying the fact he was playing Fallon. Yes, he was a bit of a slow start and he picked up as the day went on, but he looked comfortable up there. Um, and even when Fallon got in front, he was playing some good stuff. Averages don't always show that, but. I think sometimes we've got to think that these ain't players who play on the pro tour week in week out. This is his one opportunity of the 12 months to go on stage in a big audience and don't perform something. And he took the opportunities that were gave to him to the second point of that on Fallon. uh, It's disappointing um, that she wasn't able to get over the line. Like you said, she had opportunities to do so five, three in front and should have won the game. Um, the the bidder question marks, which I'm sure we'll allude to later on, will be around the women's series and qualification for the other event for the, the bid events at the bat end of the year. But generally from a World Series campaigner, I think she'd have hoped to do better than what she has done on the stage. But from a as a whole, Fallon Sherrod being on the World Series and covering every event, I'm sure the PDC will see it as a positive because of the coverage more than anything. You know better than me because you was there, but in America, the uh, the highlight and that around her will make sure for me that Fannan's better than next year, at least doing that one. Um, but performance-wise, wow. I think she'll, she'll feel that she needs, she should have done a little bit better.
2: Uh, yeah, completely. Look, in my opinion, she's not match fit, match sharp. She needs to go and play more. Um, Back end of last year, when she was playing at the Grand Slam, she was playing competitively a lot and I don't think she is right now. So that's something that
0: I think she needs to put right. Yeah, I'm not in any disagreement really on that. If you think of before the World Series events, the tournaments that she was playing in, whether it be PDC or any other organisation, she's playing a lot of dames in those days. Because so At the tournaments and a women's series, you can be playing, what, 20 dames across the weekend. Where at the moment... It's only that one or two names that she's had and an awful lot of work that hasn't been on the dartboard, which has probably just been different. I wouldn't say a new experience, because if anyone's doing more media work than anyone else, he's probably fallen because of what she's done. However, the amount over the past three or four weeks may have had an impact. Yeah,
2: we'll come on to more of that later on then. Michael Smith beating Warren Parry. Again, this wasn't a particularly good game, if I'm being honest. Michael Smith missed an absolute truckload of doubles. And this could have been 6-0, 6-1 if he'd have hit them. Um Warren Parry, not really in the game. The three legs he won were mainly due to Michael Smith's missing.
0: Yeah, spot on. You know, to miss 21 darts in a first to six and still win six three tells the story that if that is probably half those misses, it probably does not wins to nil or one um it was just a bad day at the office of michael smith on his doubles that I, don't, I know in tom's um rod mentioned that we see this quite a bit from michael smith i would say previously we did in regards to we can have these stints of missing loads of doubles i think these are few and far between now i think that was a bit harsh on bully boy that we used to have them at the, especially at the start of Lund format games but at the moment i don't think they are as frequent and his doubling has got better especially better than
2: 22%. But in, in the greatest respect to Rod, is that because he doesn't really follow the tour anymore? This was his swan song, which we'll, we'll, we'll cover at, at the end. This this was his, obviously, re- re- retirement gig, um, and he's going off past memories and maybe not watched yeah, may as be. much as, as he once did.
0: Yeah, that may be the taste. I just thought... At the time of listening to it, I just thought it was a tad harsh on, on Michael that his game has improved significantly over the over the years. And yes, his wheat, the wheat part of his game, or the one element of improvement—I don't want to say it's wheat because sometimes his Dublin's can be outrageous when it's on. But the the part of his game that would need a little bit improvement more than the others would be his Dublin, but not to the level I thought that was mentioned by, uh, I think it was Rod on yeah. Tom's for this day.
2: Um, MVG then beat Bernie Smith and when I look at the average I was like did he really average 99 because I didn't think he played that well Michael to be fair was never in any danger really and it was almost one of those games where he was playing with his food, knew he wasn't going to lose and when I saw the average I was like "Mm, okay, didn't expect that but he got the job done
0: Yeah Freddie Credit to Bernie Smith for early today, notes for his leads. Um but is there any other player on the wor- in the world who can average devotee a few points here one hundred and look like he's not played that well. I don't think there is another player who does that, does MVG to need one hundred quite frequently and you think he hasn't played very well there. Huh? But he's got the number and yeah. he's got a, a convincing win. Yeah, agreed. Um and
2: then in price with the performance of the tournament um, forget the ran even that was in the first one it was the best performance that that we saw and probably the toughest game as well in relation to the um, Oceanic players and I take Whitlock and Hetter out the equation because they're full blown tour members they don't they don't <laughs> count um, and this, this was probably the, the toughest one out there and Gezi was magnificent, but also Ben Robb showed he has got a great future in this game and I'm excited and hope he comes over and gives score a bash and, and gives it a go because there's, there's, a, there's a huge talent there. We saw it um, at, at the World Cup and we saw it again here that there's there's a real player there.
0: Oh, yeah, without doubt. And yes, it was performance at the tournament. Um, but you sort of felt that there was a potential for the upset before this game played because we know what Ben Robb can do. Um, but Price was outstanding. Um, we'll talk about Price, I'm sure, more as we move on to, to Saturday's action. But in this one, he was just if, unbeatable, is probably the word to. Even if you would have come up against any of the players on the left hand side, you would have expected Price to get the victory. And it was just an all-round, very good performance from the Welshman.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And then the last game, it was uh, Dimitri Vandenberg against Simon Whitlock. Uh, and again, this this was, this was a tasty game. Uh, Dimitri's averaged the time, Whitlock nearly 94. Um, but Dimitri always seemed to, to have him at arm's length. That Whitlock was nipping around him, but Dimitri just fended him off all the time.
0: Yeah, uh, the, the performance of them by Dimi. But um, then, I think Simon Whitlock would be quite disappointed with his um, last month of action. And this was an opportunity when you think of... Dimi's played well. However, if Whitlock didn't perform a bit better and the levels to really push on, this was an opportunity for Simon Whitlock, I think, when the draw was made. Um, so he'll be disappointed that he didn't come through, but Dimitri got the job done and could rush through to Saturday,
2: yeah, absolutely. So, unfortunately, I think the the PDC were a bit stretched this weekend, so we haven't got a graphic. So, I had to screenshot the, the wiki page. Um, so we'll go, we'll, we'll go in draw bracket order. Um, I'm still not quite sure. This this game, what I was watching, it was the weirdest game you, you've ever seen. Dimitri roared into a lead. Joe Cullen missed an absolute bucket load of doubles. Then all of a sudden, Dimitri started having nightmares from Copenhagen again, where he couldn't buy a double. I think he missed nine match starts. Joe Cullen gets it back to five all. And then from nowhere, Dimitri pulls a bullseye finish to win it 6-5. It was... The strangest game that gripped you, the standard wasn't great, but for drama tension, it had you wanting more.
0: Yeah, the, the drama tension and the sort of the numbers is not what you'd associate with these two players. Um, it just wasn't what you'd expect from Dimitri and Joe. If someone was to say that they would do six five, I don't think people would be surprised with the storyline. But if people would say it was six five and the way it went. Then, of yeah. course, the wooden. Did anyone expect Dimi to hit that ball's out? I certainly didn't after we played the, during this day. But not after it the just last four games, he was it.
2: Match starts galore. I was like, not a chance. And it was slap banging them in the middle. Of the middle. But. Um,
0: Mr. Popular? Is this, yeah.
2: Is this one thing that may be <laughs> a little bit worrying for Dimi? For that we're seeing these? The host of match starts missed more and more. When he's on, it's Rolls Royce and it's brilliant, like we saw in the match play. But we also are starting to see this where, if it doesn't go early, if he misses one match start here and there, three, four, and five come along.
0: Yeah, it's it's quite. load like it says there was drama in there, and it was a it was a game still enjoyable to watch, even though the numbers don't suggest so. Um, but there is worrying signs there for Dima. Um, like says, he, he, he got through on Friday, defeating Simon and playing well. But can you say a 1-2-3, 1-2-3, um, yeah? 1-2-3, 1-2-7, uh, sorry, is luck. But you feel like with this winning dart that it was. Um, but there is question marks there, especially with a big four months coming up.
2: Yeah, um, then Gerwin Price gets revenge over James Wade. He was disappointed the way he lost to him uh, last week. Put it right this week, and the averages were close, but the game wasn't particularly.
0: Yeah, it was. It was pretty one sided, wasn't it? It seemed like, like I said, Price was in in control of it from the off. Got a few leads in front, and he just seemed comfortable. Um, and that he didn't then need to move out of second and move into second or third day. It was just a, a comfortable price win. Completely different, really, when you look back to his performance on Friday, um, and then been Rob, but very, very convincing from the Iceman. Yeah, um, and
2: then this this was, a, and again, another strange game. When you read the scoreline out, it says Johnny Clayton 6, Michael Van Gogh in 3, you look at the averages and you'd say it was fairly comfortable for, for Johnny. But those those early stages, again, it's the, it's the trend of the tournament. Missed doubles from Michael Van Gerwen. He could have easily been in front and in cruise control. But like many others, missed a bucket load of doubles. The ferret finger point was back. Johnny played and hit, looked to the camera and, and got the job done.
0: Yeah, three, 3 nil 5-1. Johnny Clayton, but that storyline could have potentially even been, been the way other way, way around. Yeah, early, yeah, early stages to have been the other way it. around. Um, yeah. And it's it's probably more of a surprise than anyone to see that from Michael, how well he's played over the past, you know, down back to Premier League finals night, the past few months. Didn't really see these performance coming from him in regards to his Dublin. His his storing was was still very good, but his doubling was why that average for Michael's only 92. And the store line to have been completely different And two. Um, what Derwin Price said about Johnny Clayton, I wouldn't describe him as being rubbish getting to the final. However, it wasn't great from Johnny. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, look, it, it, it is what it is. Um, look, Johnny will take it. He's averaged 98. Michael will be livid with himself because he actually scored really, really well. But again, as Bobby George once said, scores for show, doubles for dough. And that's exactly what it was. Uh, and then the last one, look, this was about as one-sided as we thought it was going to be. Um, Michael Smith just did an absolute demolition job on the, the young man. Um, job done, it, there's not much to talk about. That The chasm in the averages are all there to see.
0: And it translates into the scoreline. Yeah, it's quite a, quite a simple sit the you, you can see them sometimes where one's missed a few doubles and then they've got a top of lead lead and sort of run away with it. But this wasn't the case. It was Michael Smith's scoring was just way too much for him. Uh, still missed a, a handful of doubles here and there, but it was just in total control throughout the whole lead. Tighten only had one daughter to double, which sort of shown that it was just. Bully Boy was giving himself that that many opportunities due to his power of scoring. Yeah. But generally, like I says about Tayden um, Milne's first time I've seen him on the PDC World Series, and I was very impressed with him. Still um, a long way to go. Still a long way to go for him, oh, but yeah. um, I was very impressed oh, with him for a, for a young man on that stage. It's
2: it's one of those ones where you potentially found a rough diamond. But needs a lot of work and a lot yeah. of polishing but it, it could develop into something very very nice um semi-finals um again chat room before we jump on good evening uh mark how are we all doing uh we're we doing kev remember everyone drop us a like the support is massively appreciated um uh, semi-finals this this was a different girl in price we'd seen the um the swashbuckling full flow guessing but this was a gritty performance and this is what he's added to his game where he wasn't going his way at times, but he found a couple of big finishes and we heard a couple of big roars and, and he got the job done a, a gritty way.
0: Yeah, it was a gritty way, James Wade way, however, whichever way you want to sort of uh, call it with Wadey. But then it, it's those question marks around Dimitri it's an opportunity for Dimitri to, to beat Desi because Desi hasn't played to the standard that we saw in that first round. But he just found a while on those doubling. He it only shows a 36% on his doubling. However, when he needed to hit it, and with we hear a couple of players saying right shots at the right time and Desi did that in this day, Um which white white looks at a convincing win. But when you look at the stats feeders and the game in general, um there was opportunities there for Dimi, really.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then the second semi-final, Johnny Clayton produced a James Wade performance Um, behind in the averages, um, but but found a way just to to fend off Michael Smith. And we saw what it meant to Johnny um, at at, at the end. It was a nice little finish to, to stop us going to a deciding leg and set up
0: the all Welsh final. Yeah, both both semi-finalists who uh who went on to win the game average less than their opponent. Um Johnny's was more clear than what Derwin's was on the in the previous one, but it was a very weighed in the sense of his story wasn't great. However, his doubling was very, very good um from Johnny, a 14 dart led as you mentioned to, to that one and win it. Um and the Fin the point reappeared once more in the semi-final as he did in the quarter-final and here to stay for the rest of the year, I'm sure Mr Bars. he always seems to know yeah. where that camera is.
2: Oh, it's hit point. <laughs> he, knows, he knows the drill. <laughs> um, spoiler alert. And I don't think many people would begrudge this man a trophy. I think he has been very, very consistent across the three events and getting his hands on a on, on a title, and I said it last week and I'll say it again this week, Gunnar Price is very, very close to that 2020 form.
0: Yeah, there's there's still a little bit to do. Um I agree with you, he's not there yet. Um for no, the rest of the field, not it's not it's yeah, the fact that Desi's done on and won this one with what we've seen from Michael over the past three months and we've picked up so many titles, both of these meeting in the match play final, the rest of the field best be very, very worried because with a slam the Grand Prix place championships and world championships, with those four big ones coming up, you can include both as well. Europeans as well. European Europe Europeans as well. Yeah, sorry. So yeah. if you put, if you put those, if you put those five in, would you be surprised now if between the two of them when went and picked up three or four of those with how well both right. of which are playing? Or, and not well, just where well the plane playing is actually wheat on wheat. Generally, their performances are getting better or if you looked at it as a collective over a month, the numbers are very, very impressive from the two of them and they're going to be hard yeah. to stop. I know this is more about Desi than it is Michael, but we've seen Michael do it over the past three months. The fact that Derwin's now picked up a title, He's gonna be a serious, serious contender over the next few months.
2: Yeah, no, I fully agree. Um, we'll come touch more on the world series so in a minute, but we've got a clip from Gezi. The full interview is on our YouTube channel, so you can go and check that out afterwards. it's just a little clip, and there's some good banner in here. I like this between him and him and Johnny. They've got they've got a good rapport. And then I just knew Johnny in the final was gonna find a bit better than he has all weekend because he's been absolute rubbish. And then, uh, yeah, finds his A-game against... Well, not his A-game, but a a lot better against me. But, uh, yeah, I'm thankful that after the break, I came out firing, uh, I know, a bit better than I have all weekend. I I love
0: the battle between them. Yeah, we did push each other on. It, It seemed to be that, what, over the past 18 months, Price has pushed Clayton on to be what we've seen of Johnny Clayton. Seems to be a bit of the reverse line at the minute. And then that little nudge is going towards price and it's shooting price back up to be a, a, huge, like says, a huge contender for that title in uh, January.
2: Yeah. Looking at the World Series as a whole, how would you sum up the first one back since the pandemic?
0: On the board, very good. Yeah. Um, there's been, there's obviously been games that haven't hit a standard that we sort of expect when we watch a PDC game, but that is always done to happen when you have qualifiers in who, who have, we don't see on on a PDC stage and travelling and media commitments and all that from the players at a time of the year when, let's say, it's a little bit more relaxed because you've not got your ranking events, you've not got your Premier League, you've not got those sort of. So you are going to see a little drop, I always tend to think, in a World Series. When you look at it as a whole, yes, you can have outstanding games, which we've we've highlighted before of some that stand there. But generally, um, I've been impressed with the World Series. As I said, on on the stage, the players have, have generally been good. I think there's one or two who will come away very disappointed and feel like they tend, they tend to have done a little bit better. Um, and as, as I alluded to, someone like... Fallon, Damon, uh, Simon. We'll probably all look at it and there's there's probably a couple more in there I think I'd have wanted more from August.
2: Yeah, I, I look at it, I don't think there's a surprise that for me the Dutch one was the best event in terms of standard throughout. Yeah. Because yeah. you had all tour card holders there. There was no regional qualifiers or or or, or anything um, like 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 that, so the, the Dutch event for me was the best in terms of standard. Um, in terms of breakthrough, that the World Series is about, without question, for me, the US Darts Masters that ticked so many boxes of trying to just get just get a little toe and little foot in into America. Uh, I thought that worked exceedingly well.
0: Yeah, I'm not not in disagreement at all. When you think of it being the first one back, we've not had it for a few years, and we've had we've had New York. Obviously, Hugh was there and experienced it. But from a viewer point of view, it was it was a great watch, and um, to see Leonard dates go on and pick up the American Championships and also proceed through to the quarters or semis. Um, the the Dutch one was just outstanding, as in a quality wise. But that was always down to be, you know, to see yeah. the MVG coming back, not performance, not be playing well. The The array of Dutch talent is, is ridiculous. So to, to have one there and the field is stupendous with how strong it is. And then to finish the back end with with the Australian and, and New Zealand events. And there's always going to be that luck when we're watching Australian and New Zealand events at the time of the year. Um, because of what happened with Carl Anderson going on to to win in New Zealand a few years back, and then he's he's sad passing a year or around this time, and um, it's always going to be sort of emotional events, and I think we saw that in in some of the performances, and you know it was good to see that we had a tribute award, um, which was handed out for the the best competitor over these three events that uh, Mather's was able to pick up.
2: Yeah, and look, we saw what it meant as well, that Gordon Manners could, could barely get a word out that it meant meant an awful lot to him. Um on the, the tribute award, but I think it was a marvellous touch. But also I maybe would have liked to have seen the main tournament have some connection to Kyle as well. Yes, the the award across the three was was brilliant, but the fact Kyle won the New Zealand one, I maybe would have liked Maybe the trophy named, or, or just something. Maybe, maybe just to just to cement his connection to
0: that tournament as well. Yeah, I, I like what they've done this year. I, I don't want to sort of. I, I see where you're coming from in regards to the New Zealand one, probably more than any of them, and uh, because yeah. of him going on to lift that a few years back. And that might be something down the line that it's it's named in his his honor. You know, next year or the year after. I guess it depends on where. Where we do as a World Series, I'd be very surprised if they're not returning to New Zealand, and um, so maybe that's something they'll look at in the future. But uh, what they did this year was was very good, and like I said, for for Doherty to and win it, and it was it was very emotional. But I think I was going to be the taste with whoever picked up that trophy, whether you had a really close connection with Toil, or you just knew him from the outset, or you you know seen him a few times. Everything was said about Paul was positive and for people who have grown up with him like Damon and Dordan and played in many tournaments with it, there was always going to be that emotional connection to whoever went on and lifted that that trophy.
2: Yeah, and Bob makes an interesting point here. He says, do you think the correct person won the Carl Anderson Memorial Award? Um, I don't know what the actual criteria was because if you're talking about the person that got the furthest or whatever, then yeah, Gigi got to a semi-final and and played some, some okay stuff. I don't think he was brilliant, but did, did did enough to win the games and and get to that um, semi-final, but for his confidence and everything like that, absolutely outstanding. If it was for the oceanic player that played the best across the three, I'm not sure because even though he lost all three, I know we touched on it earlier. The way Damon Hatter played in his first two games, in particular, was was superb. Um, so I'm, I'm not quite sure what what the criteria and how it was judged. If I'm being honest, I'm, I'm not quite sure what the the, the, the cruxes were to, to, to pick it.
0: Yeah, we sort of spoke about this on who I was in Cardiff when. Yeah. don't remember if he'd already been presented and we we sort of alluded to it very similar to say for me, Dordan deserves to win it. However, that's on the basis of them me creating what I think the criteria should have been for them winning this trophy, not actually what is the criteria and knowing what it was. Um, I don't think Damon should have won it just because as as well as that he did play, uh, especially in two of those three games, You've got to don't want to win a game at least to uh, to be in that. But yeah, that, like that's says, we what I we don't know what is the it, criteria was. Is it is mean. it on the best number? Yeah. Is it is it yeah. the best the best sort of average across the three? Is it the furthest run? Is it actually to be the biggest upset? You know. Yeah, and, no, that's uh, what I mean. I don't, I
2: don't I don't don't mean the there's the some
1: difference. Well, look, no
2: one's begrudging gg the the win because he he played some some good stuff and everything like that and. He'll do his confidence, the world of good, heading back to the UK to, to play in the pro tours and and try and save his his tour card. Um, so from from that point of view, 100, it was it, it was great. But the World Series will be finally boxed off in a few weeks' time, uh, September 16th, 17th, and 18th at the AFAS Arena. Your memory's,
0: your memory's better than mine.
2: Uh, at the AFAS Arena in yeah. Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's the point. Before we move on from the World Series, you know, what I'm going to ask you.
0: Well, you know. Two players. Two players. Who gets
2: those two places? Chat room, get involved in this as well. Remember, there are still two places up for grabs at the end of season World Series finals. I will give you the names that are already there. And then there are two places left. So going in to that final event, the eight seeds, which are already in draw bracket order, will be Dimitri Vandenberg, one. Gerwin Price, two. Michael Smith, three. Michael Van Gerwen, four. Johnny Clayton, five. James Wade, six. Joe Cullen, seven. And I've got no idea how, but he is. Gary Anderson is a seed. (laughs) Um, The other invited players that that are already in, Fallon Sherrick, Peter Wright, Dirk van Dijvenboda, Simon Whitlock, Leonard Gates and Damon Hetter. The eight qualifiers from the qualifying event, Matt Campbell, Devin Peterson, Ryan Joyce, Jamie Hughes, Danny Knoppert, Vincent Mandevoort, Dave Chisnell and Danny Baggish. There are two places left. Now, this is going to cause controversy and debate, like all wildcard picks do, if they pick someone that went to the qualifier.
0: For me, Luke Humphreys is one of those names. Did he go to the qualifier?
2: No, he opted not to.
0: Um Lou frizz is one of those. And will it be Dordan Mothers? I don't know. The problem uh, is if far... it's not if it's if it's not Dordan and Lennon does have Lennon Date's already been invited. What I wouldn't like to see is it being two players from the PDC Order of Merit who haven't competed in the World Series events at all. I'm not opposed to one, but to, for them to be both of the invited players, just I don't know, I wouldn't sit right. So I'm the Adel, Humphreys and, and um, daughter Mavis. Yourself? Again, I'm, I'm, uh,
2: look, I'm kind of I'm kind of torn. It's the World Series. For me, the best two for the tournament at the moment, again, just personal opinion, if you're talking about just players to make the tournament better, would probably be Luke Humphreys and Nathan Aspinall. Neither went to the qualifier. But it's the World Series after all. So I my, my personal opinion is it should be players that have played in a World Series event. So, both, um, not necessarily both. It can, just trying to think, I'll just have a look. No one, no one really can't, from the to, stands I can't
0: out. See the I wanted Luton for his not being there,
2: but he opted out not to go to the qualifier, the same as Aspinall. They had a chance to qualify for it and opted not to play.
0: Was they already penciled in with a possibility if no one stood out out of these three events that we had left for quite, oh.
2: quite quite possibly. That that wouldn't surprise me. Um but I think I would go because they played in the World Series event, I'd like Danny Lowby. Because he's played in one for me. And Ben Rob, just to give him another taste of T V action. But for for the I tournament, would... I think it would make more sense having Humphreys and Aspinall. But for that World Series flavour and now I'd go Lowby and Rob.
0: Well, for me, why would Rob justify being over other mothers? Would probably be my question on that one. Rob played at a very good game. He came up against Durbin Price, who was outstanding. But Mavers has done on and it. won the won the Tal Anderson Award by reaching a like semi-final.
2: And victory. commercial viability.
0: I don't agree with that, <laughs> agree with that but all right. If, if 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 you were trying to sell tickets who would you put on a poster the all i'm going to say to that is entry num- entry number 23 and entry number 24 of a world series event when i reel off names of derwin price michael van derwin peter rhodes just as a start of fallon sheriff just as a start of those okay. four names i don't need to put another two names on there to sell tickets there's them four alone we'll do it for the other right, 20. Tickets,
2: but you're selling. More, it's more TV. You're putting eyes on TV rights in different areas. For me,
0: it did. I feel like they, it, the field made sure that, that it's heavily watched. There's not anyone outside of that 22 that's going to increase the viewing figures drastically because the names we've already got there.
2: I, I, I just think that it adds a little bit. Like I say, for the tournament, I'd go Aspinall and Humphreys in terms of names and making it a better tournament. But for a World Series vibe, uh, I'd go with that. I'm going to jump into the chat room. Murph is in, no doubt, in his hotel room. Hope you are good, buddy. Uh, I'll see you again tomorrow now as well. Just had a late phone call. Um, He would go Bo and Luke with a little angel halo. (laughs) Um, Paul Lim. Uh, Danny Knopf is already in, Bob. Um I think, Craig, list, I spoke to Robert at length about this. Even if Rob was offered, I think he would say no. He genuinely doesn't plan to play in anything non-ranked.
0: It's easy saying now, that when you've not been invited.
2: Listening to him, he was like, hand on heart, his exact words were, one... Why should I? And two, I'm not giving Dan Dawson 100 quid or whatever it was. Because they've got a bet. Dan reckons he'll cave.
0: If he's invited to the Premier League, so do I.
2: <laughs> um, it will be interesting. Um, if people ask me, does that include the Premier League? Yeah, he's adamant. He, we, we spoke to him at length at the fishing a few weeks ago. And genuinely, he was adamant, his words were, I don't play in anything non-ranked anymore. And I said to him, including the Premier League, and he was like, yes. Look, whether that stays or whether that goes, but at the moment, he's quite adamant that he's not.
0: Robert, Robert, Robert. <laughs> um.
2: Uh, how are we doing, Laura? How are we doing, Maisie? Uh, back to school tomorrow. Um, Barney. No, nah, I think. I think if, if the fact that Barney wasn't in the Dutch one and they've had opportunities to put him in stuff before, I, I think the, the Barney freebie ship has sailed. He got, he got the swan song when he retired. And let's be brutally honest, that last Premier League, he was in, he purely got it because he was retiring in terms of what he was doing on the board, wasn't even close to getting it. I I think that's um that ship sailed.
0: Yeah, I think he's in a little World Series group with Adrian Lewis, where they don't receive invites unless they do yeah. something outlandish to go on and pick up a huge title, a match by other worlds.
2: Yeah, uh, moving on. Uh, the women's series was over in Germany this weekend for events, and it was absolutely dominated by Bo Reeves. Um, Boise will go for it 13 to 16. The first event, obviously, um, when we started streaming on Saturdays, I jumped on with Gob before the Champions of Champions started. The first question on everyone's lips was, "Where was Lisa Ashton?" Um, unfortunately, Lisa's flight got cancelled, and she had no way of getting there in time for event thirteen. It's just the world we just the world we live in these days that travel is a is a nightmare, and it's going to happen more and more. Whether it's women's series, Pro Tour, Euro Tour, you can see players
0: getting timed out almost more and more at the moment yeah if you w- want to see how bad it is just follow one player on social media which is jeff smith who you see it happen to. seems to be every month the guy travels to so many events but constantly has issues with travel and so we are going to see it with a number of players it was just unfortunately on this occasion it, it, it had an impact on on lisa not it's had an impact for me on Lisa Toss the whole weekend, which I know we'll probably come on to in each event, but obviously missing out on an event completely when she would probably be the favourite in the first event because of her record previously.
2: I'm not sure if not. I think
0: if not, she's if not, she's in the top what? top two or three. I- if complete, not yeah, I should would be, 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 yeah, be in the
2: in the top two, but I don't think
0: she's played that well recently. Is is the thing. A, so... a, record, on the, a record on the World Series event is really... on the oh. Sorry, women are still stuck on World Series on the women's is just ridiculous. Um the, yeah that going into going into Saturday alone with two events, she would be probably expected to don't pick up one of those, or at least be in a final. Yeah. I, agreed, but spoiler alert,
2: this final here we see this final quite a lot. Makuru um, and Bo sharing the final. Um, but in this one, it was Bo Greaves who did an absolute demolition job on Makuru Suzuki. 5-1 and from the early stages in the final, only one winner.
0: Yeah, but Storming was just very good. The throw is looking better and better, even from... What we saw her do um at side a few months ago, a throw seems even better now for me. Um, obviously we know that she's had struggles previously. Um but it was just a very, very convincing win from Bowen. was just always in control. Um to, to put in right form when let's be honest, there was there was question marks about Bowen this, this weekend. Um and for her to then down and win the first one put her in Dunstead for the rest of the weekend. I still think no one probably thought she would go on and win, as she did, but it put her in great stead. Sort of the people who didn't expect or wasn't sure how she would come and perform in the PDC this year with it being a first event. She certainly quite quite a few of those with the level of performance in that final end's material and dominated material society from the off.
2: Yeah, and then into, the, obviously, the semi-finals. Kate Sheldon making a semi-final. And Isleen Hausen the Norwegian flag. We didn't know a lot about her. But, again, really nice action that, that that we saw her get into a semi-final. Look, she got battered by Bo. But there was many people that got battered by, by her across the four events. So, no shame there. Um, Priscilla Steenberg getting to a quarter-final. Alien De Graff beaten by Makuru. Um, we'll come on to the players that didn't go in terms of how that affected the field um and the german players that 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 had entered as well but event one dominated by by bow and deservedly so she picked up the first title moving on to event four no don't worry this is a different slide same final um but like we say, it, it, yeah. it was the theme that, that, that these two were, were were destined to 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 do great things, and I think we were talking, and me and God were talking as well, that that, that you looked at it as long as they get they were kept apart in the the draws, the finals, all well, semi-finals, finals, depending on like you say where they were drawn, was always looked destined to be a version of Bo Makuru, Lisa or Aileen. But those four looked looked a class above this weekend. Um yeah, was a class above the other three. But as as a four, that they were the only four that you could see winning the event looking at what we were seeing on Dark Connect and on the stream.
0: Yeah. I, I agree the sort of three sort of pots. Bo was on her own. Just below them, there was your, your two or three players of, of Lisa and Eileen and Matura. Um and then the sort of the rest of the field and I, know Laura, that I name to the semi-final here and went like five on one on Sunday, um, but and then Bo just seemed to step it up and just had an extra day that Matura didn't have in his final. Um, the ten darter in, I think it led four, led five, was just sensational and. She just looked very, very smooth, as I alluded to on the, the first event. Every time we saw her on stream, the, the throw just seemed to look very good. Um, the power storming just seemed to be too much for the rest of them. Um, but what one name that really stood out, I know we were talking about her here and as top of the, the ranting list, is Lisa Ashton. For her to have the travel issues and then to make the semi final after missing the event is a very, very good achievement. And I know on paper, without knowing the backstory, People will say, Oh, Lisa should be in that final, you know, she's she's playing some good stuff, but getting to that semi-final with the issues she had that in there, I think it's a very, very good achievement.
2: Yeah, a couple of names in the the quarterfinals as well that didn't well no, one of them we knew like Yuki Sakaguchi, I think, had a very consistent weekend and and, and she's one that I think that yeah. is in that, that very much development stage that could go on. And become a, a really, really good player for the women, and one that I knew nothing about, but she had a very good quarterfinal run here, and she played very well again on the Sunday. Was Stephanie ranock Didn't know, didn't know yeah. much, m- 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 didn't know anything about it. If I'm being honest, but we saw more and more of her, and again, another one to, to keep an eye on in that developing stage.
0: Yeah, falls into the same group as uh, Sarah uh, Tate Sheldon, Chloe O'Brien, the the last two we saw at Blackpool. There is a there is a pot there of players who can it at a certain level. It's just been able to maintain that over a day or over a few events. But they are going to be that group if the if all of them play in the either twenty or twenty four events before Blackpool for next year, if that's where that vote is, they, they to me are gonna be that names that are going to be in that sort of bunch from fourth down to twelfth. Competing with the likes of Lorraine and Laura Turner and probably Eileen maybe just be a, a little bit above those. But we'll be in that, that exciting pot of, of youngsters, finding out and getting better and better. And the more events of these we see, the better these than the deltas, um from, from UT Saladutri. We didn't see her perform that well early on in the year, but got a lot better this weekend. And they'll give her a lot of confidence down into the next one.
2: Uh yeah, completely. Uh, event fifteen. Again, don't adjust your screens. Um, but <laughs> this was this was probably the performance of all four events from Bowen in this final to, to beat Makuru.
0: Yeah, this, this was Makuru at her best this weekend. Uh I thought this was the the best she probably played, even though she got the better of Lisa in this one and the, the previous events, but this was probably the best material we played. And it just shows what level Bo Greaves is at at the moment, the material for absolutely everything at her, but Bo Greaves just had too much. And for me, it would have probably been different if this was event one of the weekend, but the confidence Bo had from Saturday, then taking it into this event on Sunday probably helped her with that. And it was a, just an outstanding final. Um, and one of, I would probably say, no, I know we're sort of in the early years of the women's series, but one of the best finals that we've seen so far in these events.
2: Yeah, it was a fabulous final. You just look at the numbers. Um, we've seen finals of that standard in in a pro tour.
0: Yeah, just what, four 12s and a 13 um, with the two players. Yeah. It just showed the, the level that there was at and two of those 12, come from in That in the last two legs, when the store's at three apiece. um, It, it was just a great final. Played at a, a good pace by both players. um, And for the third final of the week, then four produced the best final.
2: Yeah, and this was the only event in the last 16 that Bow actually faced a, a match start. It was in the last 16 against Lorraine. Lorraine missed the dart of the ball. Um, that was the only match start that Bo faced across the four events. Uh, I think it was in this event as well. Someone else caught my eye earlier on and I'm just scrolling through because she was on the stream. Um, it was uh, Ruth van der when she beat uh, Rianne Griffiths on the stream. Really, really nice throw. Very Kevin Painter-ish um, with the, the, the finger pronounced and, and the comeback in the set but again another one to keep an eye on
0: yeah from a you know we we don't always want to compare but if you are comparing it to someone with a throw Kevin Painter's not a, a bad <laughs> player at all to compare then so it, it is a it's a very throw we've obviously had the pleasure of seeing it quite close up this year on the seniors um but yeah what this day obviously being in Germany there's question marks around what players would be there. We knew that obviously the Fallon wasn't going to be there being on the World Series. But it, we saw a few names that we haven't yet seen compete. And hopefully, when it moves back to England and we have um, people from the from Great Britain back in who didn't though, adding these names that will hopefully think Dayton, and Pete and the quality will get better. And we saw it you know better than me many, many millions back when the, the PDC split and we had the um, the sort of the numbers gradually grow and where we are now it's into hundreds into death and challenge tour. We need to get there with the women's. It is gonna take time. But there's a lot of players hopefully from this offering yes or travel.
2: They, they, back in the day they used to invite Americans and that over to fill gaps. The, the the standard was horrific, lower end. So this this is what we said before, the, the ladies' game has been neglected full stop and it's going to take time to get it where it
0: should be. Yeah. But, but what I would say to that, Phil, is it's probably moving at yeah. a faster pace than what I thought it would do quality wise. It isn't just three or four. Yes. The, Bell, Fallon, Lisa in, in whatever order material, Eileen, Laura, Lorraine, those sort of players are, a little bit ahead of the rest. You can probably put Tatey and players in there as well. But actually below that, the quality is there. It's just not there consistently. And, and that's what these tournaments will now provide that we've seen some players who we actually think, oh, they can go on and progress. And there's a, there's a bit of a, we mentioned it with um, Tatey, that there's, there is a player in there. It's just seeing them then progress over the next few years and hopefully competing in all these events.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Look, you've only got to look at some of them in the quarterfinals, obviously, Bo Young, Aileen, not old, uh, Katie Sheldon, little pocket rocket that she is, um, Yuki Sakaguchi um, as well. There's, there's, there's talent coming through, but it just needs nurturing it, it, yeah. is, is, is the thing. Um, so event 15 was Bo picking up her third title in a row, all eyes were then on event sixteen. Could she complete the Fab Four? We all know the answer to that one. And again, it was one of the most likely finals that we saw. It was Bo. This time, it was against Aileen uh, de, de but again, same result. And the winning streak from Bo Reeves carried on.
0: Yes. How she for the rest of the day, like it says, it was well publicised that she had a few struggles with. Uh, a release a couple of years back. Um, and we sort of saw that the back end of some of the WDF events um, when she was on, could have potentially been on streaming boards. But at the moment, that release just looks very good. And when that's as it is, there is an argument that she's the best woman's player in the game at the moment. And the fact that she's in oh, that yeah. and she's done an one floor.
2: I don't think that's that, that's not even an argument currently, right now. It's like the debate we have in the men's game right now. There's not a debate that she is the best woman player in the world right now, the same as we have the men's was it Gezi, was it Peter right now? It's a fairly obvious one,
0: yeah. Over these over the past few months, but for me, to as the most informed player, so I'm not going to argue she's not the most informed player. What I what I want to see, hopefully, that we'll see from Bowen, it very much sounded like that. That's the case that she's going to be competing in the next event, and she's going to be putting herself up. And then Lisa who should be playing all the events. Fallon, who will be back competing in them. It will be good to see them actually down battle it out. The reason I say she's in the argument and she's not number one, I think it'd be very harsh to discredit Lisa for what she's done on the women's series this year to be where she's on the rankings, to be in so many finals. We know what Fallon can produce. Yes, she's not in the form at the moment, as you've alluded to, not probably match fit. Um so certainly the most informed player, but I cannot wait for the next women's series events because the the two names of Lisa and Fallon were sort of heavily penciled in for the back end of the um for the Grand Slam and the, the World Championships. Um the world championships, sorry, Fallon's already in the Grand Slam. But Bo has now put her name in the hat, winning all four, and she needs a very, very impressive weekend to, to put a name in the World Championships. But at the moment, she's going to be hard to beat.
2: Uh, yeah, look, she's going to be in the mix for that Worlds. Um, so, as it stands at the moment, Lisa Ashton is going to Alexandra Palace. She cannot be caught. Lisa will return to the Palace. She's top of the Order of Merit. Um, we'll come on to the race for the match play um, in a minute, but she is top. Fan Sherrick is second. Obviously, didn't add anything because she wasn't there. Aileen De Graaf remains in third. Bo Greaves, after winning all four events, she's only two hundred pounds behind Aileen in fourth, adding four grand in a weekend. She's level with Lorraine, but obviously top on countback. Makuru Suzuki is sixth. And then Katie Sheldon. Right, we'll do, do. you want to do the? We'll do the race for the match play first, and then we'll come back to it. So, after the first set of events, it's safe to say, going off of last year's. I know there's going to be more events, so the it will go up the bar. But last year, eighteen hundred pounds got you to Blackpool. If it's around the same, Bo is already there. Bo will be going to Blackpool next year. Makuru Suzuki is on 1900. So she's probably only got to add a little bit. And Makuru will be going to Blackpool. Ben. Katie <laughs> Sheldon in three. Aileen Degraff in four. Yuki Sakaguchi is in green at the moment. I know there's plenty of events to go. Uh, Priscilla Steenberg is sixth. Lisa is seventh. And Stephanie uh, Renner, who we said earlier, is eighth. This weekend, I know she was an event down. Lisa only picked up 750 quid.
0: I'm not worried about Lisa.
2: Oh, not not worried, it's just a shot
0: the, that that's all she's picked yeah. up. Yeah, Yeah. was it 500 no, for know. the first one as well? Um, the, well, the second one, semi final, no, uh, yeah, so she went 400, 250,
2: 100. Obviously, she she blanked in the first one because she didn't make it in time due to travel issues, but yeah, she had 400, 250,
0: 100. Yeah, but two points point, I guess on both. There's not going to be eight players on four thousand or the eighth player won't be on four thousand. So for me, oh, Bo is no. there. Maturu is he's, he's as good as there. Maturu's potentially there without playing another event, and we know that she'll play in more of these. So Maturu's I, I, obviously I think she needs
2: I think she needs a couple more ranking points on there, but she's ninety percent there, I think. I think if she didn't play another one. She may be hanging in the balance a little bit and maybe getting a little bit squeaky. Yeah. But I think she needs a, a few more just to just to tip her over the, the guaranteed one. Um, then so the other talking point from the women's series at the weekend was interestingly, one, the amount that didn't travel, and it looks as if. There was a whole influx of German players. Now, I'm interested to see the, the balance and the tipping point here. One, when we return to Wigan in a month's time, who will return and enter that didn't? And how many of those Germans will travel and how many just entered because it was something to do at the weekend because it was in Germany?
0: Hopefully we have quite a few there's performance-wise shows that they need to mix with the best. Uh, yes, none of them went on and won the title because Bo was outstanding, but hopefully it means that some will travel and maybe not to every event that there's down to be, but like to see them down, push on, and maybe put themselves in a, a position to challenge for that seventh, eighth spot to go to Black Porters. What an experience that would be. You know, if if You spoke to Taiti or Chloe, who qualified in 7th and 8th, and what an experience that has done. And we saw Titi Sheldon put herself in a good position for the rest of the year. Um, Hopefully, when we come back to within the the end of October, that we will have an increased number. I'm sure we will. But hopefully, the field is spread around the players we've got from around the world. Hopefully, UT and material travel and we'll have a, a very, very strong German contingent as well as, you know, the returning stars from the UK who didn't play.
2: Yeah, just a couple of points. Uh, yeah, Murph, we, we said that. Yeah, fully agree. It will be a little bit higher. But like we said, Makura, I think she needs to, just a couple more ranking points and she'll be there. Did the German women enter just to fill up the spaces? Um, I know that Sarah Murkowski has got quite a big social media presence. I know she was always on the case trying to get German players to enter. So I think, yeah, I definitely think that had an effect. But in terms of, I'm just looking at the rankings, the players that, that didn't go, and by the way, I don't think this has any effect on the, the winners or anything like this. I just think this affects the strength in depth of, of the tour. Um, so yeah. coming coming down, obviously, we know Fallon wasn't there for obvious reasons. Um, but then Chloe O'Brien, Jane Densley, Riano O'Sullivan, Trina Gulliver, Karine Hammond, Joe Locke, Kirsty Hutchinson, Robin Byrne, uh, Natalie Gilbert, Maria O'Brien, um, Vicky Pruin, all that little cluster. Obviously, Felicia Blay will probably be there in the next one um, as, as well. You add that lot back into the mix, suddenly the, the, the depth of the tournament becomes a lot stronger.
0: Yeah, well, we're talking, we've sorted on of through each event and spoke about how strong the quarterfinals are. You put those names in the mix, you're probably then looking down to how strong some of those last 16 games are and potentially down into the last 32. And then you're talking about the field being very strong. And yes, I don't think with how well both played across the weekend, I don't think we would have seen much of an impact in the, the results because should be sensational. However... I'm in total agreement that the sort of the last Steam 32 pot just that very, very tight, and the dames become better. The quality, the pressure, Yeah,
2: the, 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 quality, of of those matches, them, the quality of those matches be become better. Um, are we also getting to a point? Do we think? I know Murph's in the chat room. It'll be interesting to see what you think as well on this, mate, because I know you comment out on it a lot. Are we getting to a point now where, should there be? eight seeds for the women's series? Because I can't remember what event it was, but there was an absolute stinker of a first round draw where it's not seeded.
0: Um, I, guess, I guess the only question probably on that would be, when do you do the seeding from? Because we've got a women's series here that's running from obviously sort of January to January in theory of the year however the the women's main event is july which is the match play there's only that one event a tv event would you run that from a january to january or would you run it from july because now we're talking about event 12 to 13 to 16 but actually it was event one on the race to the match play so i think they just have to look at when they fit that ranting system in but I think it would be a step in the right direction to bring that in because it would then follow the same mould as what they do on the pro tour.
2: Yeah, it's it's just an interesting one because, like you say, at at the moment, we could go to the next set of events and Bo, because she didn't do the first cluster of groups, she needs another big performance, which more than capable of. But, if the draw goes wrong, she could draw Lisa first round of one Aileen Fallon and, and and so on, where she should probably be seeded, where it just alleviates that horrific first round draw.
0: It it does, but the, probably the flip of that is for qualification for the World Championships. Bale would probably want to draw Fallon round one or round two. <laughs> In one of these next four events, if, if both players are playing in it, which I'm assuming there will be, because then Bo and not want to win the event. But what Bo doesn't want to do is meet Fallon in the final. Because, yes, she'll get more ranking points, but actually Fallon only needs finals, as long as it's all four of them, to make sure then she's done enough. So it's...
2: Oh, yeah, look, see, it, is it, the
1: it, it is my name at the moment. It could fail the game. Could just oh, yeah, bring it in yeah, now, yeah, but
2: I'm thinking yeah, how you yeah. how you make it better if someone's in the same situation next year, where at the start of the year there's a there's some kind of
0: seeding. I I think the seeding would only come in if you have got a women's world championships. So you've got the does the won't do it in a race to the match player, They can't have your seeding being from July to July, but your calendar runs from January to December. So for me, it'd be something they would bring in. I think they should bring it in. But that's bringing it in with our uh, PDC World Championships being at the end of that. And that's your full-on ranking system that has your seedings to that race. Um, I don't see them bringing it in now until there is a World Championships, which um, I know mean and you <laughs> often spoke about. I still don't think there's one incoming yet. But I don't think it's uh, it's that far away. Obviously, we're not going to see one this year. It'd be announced by now if it was. I still think it might oh, be know, a few no, we'll more years.
1: Year.
0: But I still don't think it'll be the following year. But maybe three or four years down the line, we will see a, a World Championships. But I guess, Phil, that all comes back to for the PDC to put on the event, it then goes back onto the players that we need to see 100-plus women competing at these Pro Tour events and that Dane going in that direction us then to have a world championship
2: um also um someone's just whatsapp me um i'm guessing because he sent it on whatsapp doesn't want his his name mentioned um but he brings up a very good point what happens if when the pdc released the 2023 calendar Normally, there's an increase in prize money. What happens if in that increased prize money, the women's series money goes up? Because then all of a sudden, the 2023 events would mean more than this year's. In, like you say, when the race for the match play has already started.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess you, you could put that to say, if that, would have, if that would have happened now and Bo didn't enter any of the tournaments at the start of the year and then entered now and let's say the prize money had done up to £1,500 the winner, Bo would actually now be sitting in sit, second place instead of fourth place because that prize money's done up. Oh, With yeah. It but saying, as it
2: but the fact that the race has already started and if it goes up halfway through a race,
0: Which is probably why it should be points and not money, but there we go. Um, that's a whole different debate because that's a cost a lot <laughs> about the points and I mean, the ranking is, systems. It's, it's and, an
2: interesting oh,
0: scenario. We're, we're,
2: that
0: yeah, if it out does out go us. up,
2: the race for the, out the out out play would already be eight, event, eight ranking events in, and then all of a sudden, the next eight are worth more than the previous eight. Is
0: that fair on the ones that have already won those eight? Not for me, because it goes back to a qualified qualification criteria should be set 12 months prior to that event. So that shouldn't change in regards to any of the ruling within that, including prize money. Um, That's not me saying I don't want them to increase the prize money. And it... And then, if they they are going to increase it in January, they can't then say, it's the new increase, but we're not going to put it up till August, because then that could have an impact on the World Championship race.
2: All I'm saying is... And the prize money
0: will generally go up.
2: They put the prize money up for the World Match Play, what was it, four weeks before the tournament this year? So, we've seen it before, but all, all of a sudden, the ones that are qualified are getting an extra chunk of ranking money because they put the prize money up.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if it the changes are then, but that doesn't mean it's right.
2: You, you you've used that phrase a lot this week.
0: I've used it probably <laughs> hundred times just to you. This week. <laughs> yeah, I'm, this week I don't today.
2: <laughs> when I was winding you up.
0: <laughs> I don't let <know>, we end up, Philip. <laughs>
2: Oh, you were. You I could tell by remember. the tone of your WhatsApp, you were annoyed.
0: <laughs> I do not that wonder
2: Um so also this week just gone. We had the Red Dragon Champions of Champions. It's a brutal cutthroat event. The same as the old news of the world. It is best of three all the way through. 256 players that are qualified all in one room. What a buzz lead. Before before the dart was thrown, the um the atmosphere was,
0: was all buzzing and it was such a buzz at the depot in Cardiff. Yeah, it's, for me, I've not experienced a champion of champions before. Um, to have, as you'd have seen on our socials, to have the sort of 16 boards all down the right-hand side. Um, the only sort of comparison, obviously, other than local events that you say, the only sort of big comparison I can give it to. Um, and when I was speaking to, I think it was Martin at the at the venue, my, my comparison, and I know you'll remember it well, Phil, is sort of UK Open feel of Bolton. The only difference yeah. being is there wasn't a Dame on the main stage while the sideboards were being placed. But it is just totally relentless. Um, the players, as you know, with a big field, you're going to have big adapts between your first and second round games than you are the bat end. But then you down to have a stage where you're having 10-minute breaks before you bat on stage. And I've mentioned in there, Martin's probably the example of how brutal that competition is. He won his first four games, all 2-0. Hadn't dropped a lead whatsoever. Hadn't dropped a lead in qualification. And then 10 minutes later, he's lost 2-0 and he's out of the tournament. And he didn't really do anything wrong. First, first round, first round, we spoke about it. Dan Reid losing first round to a 1-2, uh, 1-2-0 checker and a 1-5-1. Could do absolutely nothing about it. Lost, I think it was a 12 and a 15 and you, you're knocked out and you've not put a foot run really <laughs> it's just brutal yeah, the whole day is brutal the, um, 100%, the atmosphere, it was just the, atmosphere the atmosphere that the Welsh report was, was very very volatile you've got 16 games divotate acting at the same time Um, it was just non-stop and it was, it was an all-round great day and the names that were were there as well, we've seen from the previous winners. um But the names that were there, we had five or six tour holders. We had a world champion there, world championship finalists there. It was just it was just a great event. Um, and with, what I would say, a surprise winner. Yeah. Oh, look, Alex In, Small, who
2: defeats Alex, Scott yeah. Bayless, 2-0... In in the final, played some, some fabulous starts to win it. But when you saw some of the players that were there and some of the players that were in the quarterfinal lineup, he wouldn't have been the favourite.
0: No, you've you know you had your, the reigning champion and Jim Williams there. As I said, you had Martin Luther who reeled off sixteen leads in the spin, including qualification. People like Adam Smith, Neil, Chaz Barstow. Um, Robert Owens, honest thoughts, Robert Owen, the, the names, especially for the, for the darts fans who watch every single darts event. That's on our stream. We would uh, be a live lead or WDF events or ADC events, or, you know, the old plethora prefer, uh, prefer of tournaments that we have, the names that were there were just, were ridiculous. And the quality was there to show, um, there was just no div up. So for, for Alid to go on and win it and win it impressively in the final as well. Um, and it's difficult for the, it's difficult for the players as they played six or seven games to that to that semi-final, all on sideboards, all being watched by, you know, 50, 100 people to so then go on to the main stage, have a little hour, hour and a half break, then prep yourself ready for the, the semi-final. Um, Alec took himself away. I don't know if you saw in the venue, but Alec went and took yeah. himself away into sort of a quiet turn around the back where no one was there. And he just went and zoned out and done his own practice where the other three were using the practice boards that were visible for all the sort of the public to go and, and watch. Um, and it worked in his favour because when he was on the stage, he looked very, very good. And um, coming through that, Stop this was just, just a, a disappointing um, final performance. Semi-final took an awful lot out of him. He came back from 1-0 behind in that. Semi-final had plenty of match starts him. Um, but came back from 1-0 to win that 1-2-1. But it just seemed to take it out of him. And Alec put in a very, very impressive final performance, which followed on from uh, Dave Sumner winning the plate final against Dan Reed. Yeah. Yeah, it was just,
2: just such a good vibe. At the depot, uh, Even Charlie. Hope you are good, mate. Um, yeah, just um, yeah, just such a good vibe around it. A couple of people asked, "Is it going to be televised in the future?" Look, there was um, we obviously um, were speaking to uh, the guys from Red Dragon. They're always looking to um, improve it, and there's talk about having a streaming board next year as as well, and trying to take it to the next level. So that it's one of those ones that's. It's here to stay as a as a tournament. It, it it does good things. It's the closest thing we've had to the news of the world since the news of the world went. So no, I, I'm I'm a big fan of it.
0: Yeah, from a streaming perspective, it would be it would be good. There is obviously consequences to that if that was to happen. Um, but what I probably would say as a as a darts enthusiast myself, as as we both are, but to anyone who who follows the sport, those two events, make sure you don't go to a champion of champions. You get to see the players up close and personal, just behind the fence. If anyone's been to a, a Utah Open, Weaver at my or or at Bolton, as, as I can remember it, um, the, the tournament is just very good. It's very quick. It's very fast-paced. Um, but you can go and watch all sort of three or four boards at the same time. They are all one side of the room. It's, it was a great event at you could tell by the Saturday night that I was uh, I was buzzing with it, Mr. Bars, and all around. I just thought it was a very deliberate event. But can still mm-hmm. improve.
2: Yeah, oh, completely. Um, also, Lee Evans booked his place at Champions Week at the Online Darts Live League. Played really, really well. I really enjoyed Saturday's finals there as, as well. Two really, really good groups. Good to see um, Jenks. Uh, Robert Thornton making semi-finals. Neil Duff getting to the final. Ran out of steam a little bit in in the final. Um, bless him. Um, but look, Lee Lee played really really well. Um,
0: from a but still on that from a from a semi-final perspective. Seeing Neil Duff and Robert Thornton for anyone who's, who's following the World Seniors, my first thought was can't wait to see that on the stage at the World Seniors next year. At some points. So yeah. That would be one hell of a clash at the first to eight or the first to nine, Dan. Uh,
2: yeah, completely. Um, some big, big news dropping for the Live League this week. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And when I say big, it is ma-ho-save. Um <laughs> The group today was was brilliant. Martin Adams averaging 98 and just pinging one eights for fun at 66 years old.
0: God, that makes
2: me sick. Just,
0: just so Rolls oh. Royce. Like, as a then, just as someone who loves watching the sport and has loved watching it for many years, to see a legend of the Dame, and I know that word can be used too often, but no one can disagree that Martin Adams is a legend of the diamond. The, the level of performances that he can put in on the live lead at the seniors, you know, one of one of the best performances I've seen this year in any tournament was his um, world seniors dame against Richie Owson and the finishing. But we see him do that in the live lead at as a shorter format. Um, and the names in this this week we've seen how dudge James Hurrell's been or OIE's up in the WDF ranting. We've got Christian Tist in there. But for Martin Adams to be leading that after day one. It is only day one and three for this group. Um, But Martin Adams is looking very good.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Have we missed anything else in a week of darts?
0: Um, Don't think so. Obviously, we've got uh, the return of the ranting events this week.
2: Yes, Euro
0: so, action yeah.
2: returns
0: to Budapest.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, Daniel, I'm not sure how many will withdraw from this weekend, but certainly in coming weeks, the top players have already said they're not going to play in all three Euro events coming up. Uh, MVG has already said he's missing Yana. Going prices missing Belgium. Um, I think there'll be a few more that potentially do the same and won't play in all of them, Boise.
0: Yes. Uh, Yeah, without doubt. Especially you you looked at some of which have travelled the past month, um, haven't really been home at all. Um, I'm sure I've seen Joe, you know, still waiting to return back on his socials. There's a the a few of which who will need to just make, make sure they're managing the downtime correctly. It's not just about having a rest. They still need to then prepare for the World Series finals, European Championship final, Grand Prix, Grand Slam. So it's not just about the time away from the ball, but it's making sure that you pick and choose the right events to go to. But some very, very interesting names and players that I'm looking forward to seeing this weekend from both a tour card qualifier... To even some of the other ones, like good to see uh, T. Baltrakol competing this weekend. You've got the lights of Josh Wright and Talon Reeds who have come through the tour title to qualifiers, and obviously your big names within that top sixteen. So it is going to be good to see the uh, Euro Tour back up and running this weekend. Um, yeah, absolutely. And um, Tommy, I don't know. Um, it's been quiet on that front, but it'll be
2: interesting to see if Peter Wright's fit
0: to play this week. Yeah, he's the one name who, if anyone's gonna withdraw it'd probably be Peter, just because we haven't sort of seen any sort of update. But fingers crossed, after missing all the World Series events, that we'll see Peter back um, this weekend. It, with the World Series of Darts Finals just a few weeks away, as much as we've spoke about a rest for some of these players, some of them need that time on the board, and Peter Wright will be one of those after a month off.
2: Yeah, well, the, the field is set, the, the qualifiers are done. So, this is the Euro Tour lineup. Your 16 seeds MVG, Luke Humphries, Gerwin Price, Michael Smith, Rob Cross, Peter Wright, Damon Hetter, Ryan Sell, Nathan Aspinall, Dirk Van Diemenboda, Joe Cullen, Jose de Sousa, Dimitri Vandenberg, Dane Oppert, Johnny Clayton, and Christopher Rotaisky. They're your 16 seeds for the Euro Tour this week. Then Your tour card qualifiers are Nathan Rafferty, Jeff Smith, Dave Chisnell, Josh Rock, Callum Rids, Ryan Meekle, Darryl Gurney, Roby John, uh, Stephen Bunting, Boris Kirchmar, Martin Lukeman, William O'Connor, Darris Dabanowskis, Simon Whitlock, Ted Evans, Raymond Van Barneveld, uh, Chris Dobie, Jeffrey Deswan, Maddas Rasma, Rusty Jake, Gabriel Clemens, Jim Williams, Ian White, and Brett Claydon. They, uh, they're your tour card holder qualifiers. Then the associate members. Thibaut Dracar and France, Russia. I'm looking forward to seeing them play. Uh, Daniel Larson, Carol Sedlacek as well, Nordic and Baltic and Eastern European. That's a tasty looking lineup.
0: Yeah, very, very tasty looking lineup. As I said, from a tour holder qualifiers, there's some names that really stand out from. So Associate member in Thibaut Dracar, you've got and European qualifier in Thibaut Sedlacek, and there's, there's names in there that are going to be looking to cause upset. And then you've got your top seed team where there's a, a few players within there who we haven't seen competitively since the match play. Um, and it'll be seen how they react because the match play seems a very, very long time ago in how busy the world of darts is. It'll also yeah. be interesting to see some of those back it on does. the stage.
2: It's also going to be interesting to see that Josh Rock's had a whirlwind three or four weeks on the floor and it'll be interesting to see how that transfers to to a stage. Yes, okay, it's not a full-blown TV tournament, but the fact that you're on a you're on a stage um and there there is a crowd there it'd be interesting to see how he takes his floor form onto there.
0: Yeah, definitely and it's not just people like Josh Roth who's performing well. I know when you said his name it's like you for W qualified when he said Barney's name, Phil, but he, another one is we need to see something from him this weekend. We need to see him back on stage, back performing. There's huge tournaments we keep speaking about that these players have now got to turn up to these Euro tours to qualify for. Um, it's not just Barney who we're saying that with players like Ian White, um, who need big weekends. So it does set up for a very, very good weekend. And like says, I'm looking forward to the Euro tour returning and, uh, that being underway from Friday afternoon. Yeah. um, couple of questions
2: there. Ian White played an event in Einhoven. Uh, I'm not sure. Didn't see it, to be fair. Um, Price, yeah. um, if yeah,
0: they would were drawn... Won... Go on. He won an event, he won an event in uh, Eindhoven. I didn't see the field. I just thought it was very strong, oh. but I know Ian White went and picked up an event there. I'm not sure what it was. Yeah, so if,
2: if a seed pulls out... The next one on the Order of Merit jumps up one. And so they, they, they all they all move up one if a seed pulls out. Uh, will the players be jet-lagged or will they be fine? Uh, no, look, I still think there will be an element of jet-lag. They've come halfway around the world. I don't think they'll all be... Well, no, I don't, actually, I'm certain that they won't all be amazing um, and, and feeling as fresh as they possibly would want to. But the fact it's it's a ranking event and it's one of those ones that you you suck it in and, and go and get it done.
0: Yeah, if if you're a, a qualifier, this is an event that you're looking at to think that if I get through my first round game on Friday, I need to be jumping all over the the top sixteen early on, getting in front, getting a lead, punishing early darts and testing them to see if that jet load has got any impact on the performance, getting in front of those. We we mentioned it with the World Series that some of the dames early on there was plenty of miss um plenty of miss dart at a double that would be the taste this weekend so then qualifiers need to make sure they're jumping all over the seeds on Saturday. Yeah.
2: But I'd expect uh, a few upsets so, on Saturday. Yeah I I
0: certainly don't think the seeds will
2: be fresh ready to go and and perky shall we say um right question time then everyone get your questions in and we will do our best to answer them as best as we can
0: 20 minutes Um,
2: of questions yeah that's good i I, I like you when me a fair quieter weeks because sometimes we kind of we kind of rush question time and don't get through as many as we'd like so we get a good chunk today Um, i don't
0: believe i don't believe you've said a quiet week when we've had a women's four women's events a world series event and the champion of champions is a quiet week. um okay we've had eight uh good
2: night Maisie. have a good day at school tomorrow <laughs> um, Tommy says, "Would Jose de Souza have won the Grand Slam if there was a crowd?" Hasn't gone close since. That—that's one of the sixty-four thousand million-dollar questions that—that's been asked. And all you can only judge on the, the facts in front of you, can't you, Boise That you don't like to label people like that, but the longer it goes on, it's like—it's hard to say he wouldn't have because he's not, like you say, he's not come close to winning anything under normal circumstances.
0: It is, but it's, they're impossible questions to answer. To. It's then saying, yeah, it's flipping I mean. it round to the, yeah, it's flipping it round to say if we'd have had lockdown another year, would Jose be a multiple TV title winner? Because yeah. playing behind closed doors seems to suit him. It's very, very difficult yeah. to say i get your point on, we haven't seen anything since then to, to think that he would. Because I'm not sure if he would have. I guess the other question you can sort of ask. Will, will he pick up another TV title? Do you think he'll pick up another one? Because no. at the moment, I'm not seeing signs that he will.
2: Well, the worrying thing for him is he's defending Grand Slam money this year. And he's not even qualified yet.
0: <laughs> he's, so uh he's,
2: he's, a, he's defending a huge chunk of ranking points that he's not going to get the chance to defend unless he does something berserk in one of the upcoming Tours or on the Pro Tour or something. Yeah, 100, 125.
0: 125 yeah. dropping off in November unless he does on qualifies, Which, he can fully do on and qualify in the... Grand Slam qualifier, we've seen with the World Series event qualifier, no one in the world would have picked those eight names to qualify for that, so it could potentially yeah. pick up one of those qualification spots, but he needs it.
2: Yeah, it will be interesting, that's for sure. Um Big Johnny says, what's the future for the women's tour? Uh, for me, I think it will continue to grow Um I think they may add another weekend on as well. Um, uh, And I I still think there'll be a women's world title after talking to Eddie about it. When? You've heard the clip.
0: I, I think there will be one. I just said when.
2: it will either be next year or the year after. They may go the match play one more year and then announce the women's worlds, or it might be Ali Pali next year.
0: I think more the year after. And I guess part of that as well, just back to that, if your ranking system is going to be over two years, then mentioning it this year to say we're going to have one at the end of the year, but you've already had one year of the qualification. Probably doesn't sit quite right. Depends on how the qualification criteria will be. Yeah,
2: it depends, depends on what the qualifying criteria is. But no, And I, how many the, players like are in
0: be, it as well? Could that be a 16-player event, would you say? To start, I think the first one, yes. I think the first one would be a 16-player event
2: and you drop a ladies' game into the
0: scheduling at Ali Pali. I yeah, but I don't see it being thirty-two. It'd either be sixteen or twenty-four. They might have the I, they might have the, the, the first eight on the, the bones first. One, and set the, 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 the first one, I think it would be
2: sixteen.
0: Which would be the natural step, considering when you've got eight in the match play.
2: Yeah, um, that would be mine. Um, new target should be interesting, quite possibly,
0: <laughs> just a little
2: bit. It's the worst kept secret in Barts. I'm not, I'm not gonna say it, but it's all everyone knows. Um in fairness, Jason, I'm on a to floor tournament for good. a while. No, no, he doesn't. Um, Martin Schindler's wedding at the weekend. Yeah, I saw the pictures on social media. Um, congratulations to Martin and his partner, James. When will Bully Boy win a major? I'm still going. He'll win one this year. Just going to keep saying this year on time.
0: He doesn't win one this year. And And I'm just going to follow that up with. That's not anything aimed at Michael Smith. That's because I'm struggling to see anyone past Michael Van Duren and Derwin Price beating up any of the biddings at the minute, does the pair of them look so good. There may be one winner outside of those two, but out of the four or five that we've got, I still see them dominating. The
2: players championship finals or the European Championships.
0: We're saying I'm guessing by saying major you're saying T V title. Yeah.
2: They're all televised titles, boys, so you know the word. You know how it works.
0: You said major, not me. My... Oh, <laughs> I have anyway, the question. question sorry. I, just, yeah, I anyway, reading the
2: question. <laughs> <laughs> um, no problems, Owen. Uh, yeah, sorry, I, I think 16. Um. I, I I don't know, Johnny. I think it's growing all the time,
0: mate. I think it, I think it'll be good. To to the point of that, just look at one final of this weekend. Not sure if you can watch it back. Just look at the, the performance between Bob and Matera in that third final of this weekend. Just shows how far the the though it was. It's just sensational yeah. from the pair. Ninety five, ninety three. The, the what was it? Four twelve and a thirteen in there. The down can certainly grow, and there's no doubt about it. Yeah. And I honestly don't think, yes, it is on one player's shoulders a lot more than it is the other, but it's not solely on her shoulders. I bet down growing.
2: No. Um, yeah, Bob, the Chinese Premier League's been shown on PDC TV. Um, some of it's been fairly good. I've enjoyed some watching so I haven't watched it all, but the bits I've watched, I've quite enjoyed it.
0: I'll have to take your word on that one. I've not seen any of it.
2: I don't, don't get I've been... wrong, I've, 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 not, I've not watched it all, but the bit, bits I've watched, I've, it's been good. There's no, there's no lollipop man, though. That's disappointing.
0: That's why. That's the only reason I haven't watched it. I'd have watched it otherwise. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, James Wade said that Garen Price is a pantomime villain, and then says he's. Uh, to be fair, look, Gezi on the hockey, that's the way he is. He's ferocious
0: but away from the hockey, one of the nicest blokes you'll ever meet. Uh, I've had, I've had the pleasure of meeting him a couple of times and yeah. trying to have a bad word to say about him, what that, he does on the that, hockey. I and what he does on the Especially hockey, not, probably 95, no. 95% of the time, probably even a little bit higher, is for me spot on. There's just the odd occasion where he does something untowards.
2: Um, but yeah, on the hockey, absolutely superb. Um does Mardle or Lloyd plan on doing the seniors? Um I know I know they will be asked. Um I, I don't know is the honest answer.
0: Um, um I expect to see one more so than the other one. Willing to do it. Uh,
2: just because I spoke to I, one of
0: them. I just I spoke I spoke to one of them at the weekend, and he sort of edged towards what his plans would be if he was offered.
2: I don't think he's got a lot of enthusiasm for playing anymore, has he
0: <laughs> No not, not a fat lot. but it was nice to see him it was nice to see him on the stage on Saturday yeah. Throwing f- yeah. yeah.
2: Um, do you remember John Lowe flogging the anti the antibacterial board spray? yeah, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. That and his go-faster darts when Wayne was just absolutely trolling him on social media, asking him for data, how they went faster. It's the,
0: it's the John Lowe.
2: Yeah, um, oh, the, the John Lowe bacteria spray. <laughs> yeah, remember it well, Johnny. It was um, one of the funniest ones. Um, President says, "Totally come round to Kezi's interview, show him in mean, a good light." Yeah, honestly, um, um, he's got... He's got a wicked sense of humour, and he's just a generally nice guy. Um, and people have also got to remember is um, that the celebrations have always been there from day one. It's not a new thing. It's just been highlighted as he's got as he's grown up the rankings. They've been there since day one.
0: Yeah, it, it's just the fact when he first brought onto the scene, we've seen him at certain TV events, and now we've seen him in every event. So we've seen it every week. Devotate, where before we've seen it four five, six times a year on TV. If yeah. you seem someone do it every week, it's going to be more in your mind than easy you see it once or twice. So it's no different. It, it hasn't really changed. If anything, it's probably got a little bit more mellow than what it was before. <laughs> if I'm being honest, when it first broke down, it seems to be louder and more often than what it is today.
2: Yeah. Um, Bob says, how good would you say Dan Dawson is compared to Johnny Mac on the walk-ons? Uh, look, that's a bit of a hard thing to compare. Look, Dan's not Dan's not an MC. He, he just does it as a stand-in when he has to. Um, John's the best in the business. Um, but Dan over the tournament, they did very, very well. But comparing him to John's really, really harsh because Johnny Mack is so good. But Dan was outstanding in the commentary box in Tansville and Wollongong. And sadly, it was highlighted even more so, the fact he wasn't in the commentary box in Hamilton.
0: Yeah, what what Dan can do across the different roles, show how good Dan Dawson is, but to then compare him to, to Johnny Mack would be harsh because how much Johnny Matt's done it over the years across different sports and how amazing he is at doing it for the darts Dan did a did a good job um, but for me he's a great addition to the Toms team on PDC TV or any of the, the broadcasters so I would like to see more of Dan on Toms I think he's very yeah, he, good his knowledge was, is his, his, his his and is is on I know we spoke about the the Michael Smith sort of chat earlier on at the World Series. Dan watches non-stop darts. There's not many of you watch as many darts as he does at a PDC level.
2: Yeah. If any. Um, Tommy says, do you think 50 and over is the
0: right age for the seniors? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good with, with 50. I, d- I don't know. Yeah, I don't know which way you'd move it if you have it much later, You just have to be careful because you you have potentially like the John Lowe sort of quality not being required. If you have it much yeah. lower, it'll be it'll be around the same. Age. If you have it much lower, it'll be the same age of what the World Youth Championship is. <laughs> so you can't drop <laughs> it any lower. It's about a five-year gap. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dan, same, do the top same eight. Decade. Same decade, same death aid, winning the World Youth Championships and the World Seniors. If <laughs> we drop it lower.
2: Yeah. Um, so, do the top eight get in the Grand Slam seeds? I don't know. It's no, it's not the top eight. It's a set. It's a set qualifying criteria, because I'm pretty sure. Um, and this is Stuart's question at the same time. Right now, Gary Anderson has not qualified for the Grand Slam of Darts. And I'm pretty sure at the moment the world number five, James Wade, hasn't either.
0: Yeah, so the names that have qualified so far are Peter Wright, Derwin Price, Van Derwin, Joe Cullen, Danny Knopper, Hetter and Whitlock, Michael Smith, Dave Chisnell, Ryan Searle, Johnny Clayton, are the 11 that are confirmed.
2: Yeah, it's it's not it's not the top eight, but um, there's work to do. There's a lot of high-profile names that aren't there yet. Gary Anderson, James Wade, um, being probably the two the two standouts.
0: Yeah, uh, and obviously Luton. Jose
2: Jose as well as so as he's defending the the winners' check.
0: I was uh, sorry to yeah, add into the, that. Names Names I didn't mention, Ted Evitz, Nathan Rafferty and Leonard Dates are also, there's 14 qualified already.
2: Uh, Lisa and Fallon as well. Through the women's series and the women's match play.
0: Fallon would have through the, oh yeah, 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 Fallon yeah. and Lisa would have. I'll keep forgetting yeah. there's two for the, the Worlds and different criteria for the Slam.
2: Yeah. Um, is the Euro Tour on ITV? No, the Euro Tours on PDC-TV um, on Friday afternoon, Saturday, Friday afternoon, Friday evening, Saturday afternoon, Saturday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Uh, outside Europe, which continent has the potential to produce more interest in the game? Better, better. player. Look, at the moment, there's not the interest there. But if if China throw their hat into the mix and are serious about darts, they seem to produce sports players of a good level all the way through. But at the moment, I don't really think they're interested. For me, right now, is America. I think there's the most interest in...
0: The talent on the CDC, for me, I think America right now. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Um, the the level—it's not just the level of guess of the, the players that come through from America; it's the quantity of that level. We've come through. We've seen the O'Shane um, with Australia, New Zealand, and the players that they've got. But actually, quantity as well as that quality, and America's in a yeah. very, very good place. And not only yeah. in a very good place, but progressing, um, progressing nicely as well with the CDC back up and running this year.
2: Agreed. Um, you mean North America? Yeah. Sorry, but Yeah, North, North America, not just America. Yeah. North America, in general yeah, You you knew what we meant. <laughs> uh, what would it be like to have God Harrington's retired? Who will replace him? Uh, to be fair, Bobby, he hasn't really done a lot. Anyway, this was just more his um his Swan Song to to say goodbye. He's not really done story really any cons. I can't remember since Gary Anderson attacked him and Wayne at, at the world, he's done less and less since since then.
0: Probably they're right. I can't think of any. Um, but rightfully so divinus swan song because he has done it for a long time um, and deserves a lot of credit in the right send-off for now retiring from that.
2: Yeah. Um, absolutely. Well, mm-hmm. everyone, that brings to an end the, the, the two hours of the Live land this week. Fabulous show. As always, your support is muchly appreciate it we will be back as a trio next week god's God, God not gallivanting and you haven't got any weddings have you boys see or you know haven't been moved <coughs> to a monday night
0: before? i don't i don't do monday weddings i don't know where you got that from if you think for the last person <laughs> who had one it wasn't me so that doesn't count anymore that's put that <laughs> on about um but yeah i'm here next week and hopefully Dob hasn't been offered any more freebie, so Dob will be a, He's not, you know, stranging on a freebie. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, and, and again, some potentially exciting news about the Live Lounge coming soon. We're just getting some bits and bobs ready, but could be very, very, very good big. as always. Very. But yes, uh, thank you very much for your continued support. Remember, if you haven't, give us a follow on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, subscribe to our YouTube channel, we'll turn notifications on, and give us a thumbs up. I've been Phil Bars, Lee Boyce, for the last two hours here at the Online Darts Live Lounge, Monday night, signing off. Have a good rest of the evening, whatever you're doing, and we'll see you all next week